What's up, guys? Welcome to the Lazy Boy QBs podcast. Very, very special week 17, last episode of the regular season. And who better to have with us than our one and only co host, the best Dolphins fan in the state of Virginia, Jonathan Ryder. Johnny, how are you, buddy? I'm all right, man. I mean, I'm not going to say that there's a lot of, you know, good Dolphins fans to pick from the state of Virginia. So, <laughs> but I'm glad that I qualify. Um, Absolutely. Also, also, last episode that we're shooting in 2020, right? Yeah, that's true. We are recording this on New Year's Eve. Um, podcast will go out New Year's Day. So, yeah, even though you'll be listening to it, maybe this could be your first podcast you listen to in 2021. Who knows? You started the year cool. right if you do so. Yeah, that's exactly. all I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> Happy New Year's. Exactly. Lazy Boy QB's podcast. That's right. When people are trying to get in, don't you always equate New Year's New Year's Day with like college football, right? Like bowl game stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, people could be getting their bowl game action in and can just be enjoying us on the call. Well, I just hope uh, you know New Year Day bowls go better than Oklahoma Florida last night. Man, no kidding, no kidding. I think Florida's still waiting to get off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, with that being said, um, we're gonna actually go ahead and. And like we said, it's week 17, so we're going to do something we haven't done all year. We are going to pick every single game of the week. Um, you know, even the most meaningless ones, the ones that have playoff implications, all of them. We got the line for all 16 games, and we are going to run through it and, and just go one by one. Um, so without further ado, Jonathan, you ready to get into it, boss? Yeah, I'm ready, boss. All right, so the first game, you know, naturally we have to start with um, my Dallas Cowboys, who are two-point favorites at the New York Giants. Uh, Jonathan, what are you looking for, and who do you think? Who do you see coming out on top of this one? Yeah, man. Anytime that the Giants start Daniel Jones, I'm already looking for the for the other team to win the football game because he's good <laughs> for a for a strip sack fumble, right? Like yeah. he's good for at least one. Probably trying to make something happen when when there's nothing there on the first now where he can either just take the sack or throw the ball away. He throws an interception. Uh, Dallas has been hot. Uh, we talked about this in the last pod. Zeke has been running violent. Uh, yes. you know, C.D. Lamb, people are very quiet about C.D. Lamb, and I, and I think he's probably – you know, people want to talk about Jefferson, but I think C.D. can probably be or compete for that number one, the, the best rookie receiver coming out in the 2020 draft. Um so I, I got the Cowboys, man. I, I have no faith in the New York Giants. I, I already been brokenhearted by them a, a, a couple of times this season. Gosh, brokenhearted, man. That's that's rough. That's man. Rough. I, I I was selling them hard against the Arizona game at home. Yeah, man. that's true. They, I do they remember got destroyed. That. I destroyed. do remember that. That's all right though. We all make a couple mistakes, but um, you know, for me, I, I I'm just gonna start off by saying I have Dallas here as well. Um, but my concern is I definitely think that it's going to be a close game because, you know, we talked about Zeke Elliott finally starting to run violently last week um, after he had the, the, the week off before. And then, you know, before that, Tony Pollard had kind of not carried the running game, but he had played a vital piece. And the Cowboys had success running the football over this three-game winning streak. The thing that New York can do is with their front, they play that 3-4 um, with the three big boys, Tomlinson, um, mm -hmm. Leonard Williams, and then uh, uh, Dexter, Dexter Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, we they play those three guys in, in that 3-4, and, man, those guys can clog up some gaps. So I feel like Dallas might be up, might be struggling 
running the football uh, in the beginning of the game especially. But, you know, I think as Andy Dalton, as I said before, I think I said on the last episode, you know, as he gets into the game, he grows as a quarterback. So, you know, Dallas might may be something where they're going to need to come back, you know, in the second half or something like that. But I definitely see Dallas pulling this one out. Moving on to the next game, we are going to be talking about, of course, we had to go Cowboys first, and then, you know, Dolphins are going to be right after that. Uh, Jonathan, I'm going to let you take the floor for this one. Dolphins at Bills. Bills favored by one and a half at home. All right. Well, so we just found out, right? It just came out that Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, has been uh, tested positive for COVID-19, which literally puts him out at least for five days, which will probably make him miss uh, Sunday's game unless they can confirm it's a false positive. I, I did not have any hopes really for the Dolphins to win this game. Now, Cole Beasley is out. Chad, okay. it seems like Cole Beasley is out. Hmm. Um, Actually, but, a really big loss for Buffalo. Huge, right? Because now Miami can, can, can kind of hone in on, on, on Stephon Diggs, yeah. uh, who is having a monster season. Um, but don't get me wrong. They have other guys there, right? Uh, what is it? Mackenzie Alexander? The, the, uh, the Isaiah, really, McKen- Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie. A really yeah. fast dude if you don't pay attention to him. Um, on the jet sweeps and on, on deep routes, he will burn you. Um, but it, it, Josh Allen, man, I, I think that's the X factor right there. Like Josh Allen has been playing so well at Buffalo. It's going to be cold. Miami's just not used to it. It's, it's a tough game unless you have a, a really, so the, the, the way to beat Buffalo at Buffalo in January is to run the ball. Like Miami did, you know, in 2016 with J.I.J. running for 230 yards. Miami yep. does not have that kind of running game. Nowhere near, right? We're one of the worst of rushing offices in the league. Um, give me Buffalo. Yeah, I was going to say, you're talking about Jay Ajayi running for 230 yards. I, I like Miles Gaskins in the past couple weeks, but I don't know if he, he's put up 230 all season, much less, you know, much less can put it up in one game. But, uh, you know, I, I, I feel I kind of feel bad for, for Miami, right? Because I think they're of the four teams, you know, that we talked about as the playoff, uh, the, the wild card uh, contenders in the in the AFC. I feel like Miami really has a chance to kind of be the best of that group. However, mm-hmm. you know, they're the only team that's playing another team that actually gives a shit about this game as well, right? Buffalo has a chance to get that number two seed with a win. Um, they could drop to the number three seed if they lose. So um, for that reason, you know, I'm going to agree with you and I'm going to go Buffalo. Uh, it, it, I mean, you know, even including Kansas City and all the other teams, I think Buffalo's probably been the most dominant and complete football team, especially over the past, you know, three, four weeks. Um, really kind of ever since December hit, Josh Allen, you know, has been lighting it up the same way that he was, that he has been really all season long. And you hit it right on the head saying he was the X factor because I think, you know, we keep talking about it, but if a year ago someone were to tell you, hey, Josh Allen is going to be the reason that the Bills are winning AFC East titles and stuff, uh, then I think, you know, I definitely would have been surprised. And I'm sure you probably would have as well. Uh, uh, can I just add one thing? Absolutely. No, hey, absolutely. Go hey, ahead. Hey, hey, guys, for, for all you Tua haters, people question Josh Allen until his third year in the league. So give, yeah. me my, give my guy a chance, all right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree that there are young guys that, you know, w- of course we're seeing guys younger and younger who are doing more. 
mm-hmm. right, at, at younger and younger ages. But we're also seeing guys who take a little bit longer. I mean, for all the love Mahomes gets, don't get me wrong, as soon as he took the field, he was a phenom. But he didn't even start playing until his second year in the league. So, you yep. know, give the give these guys more than their first four or five starts to to write them off as a as a player or something like that. Um, that'll bring us to. I feel like that was kind of a mini rant by the two of us, but I I actually liked it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not the the it, it's not our podcast if we don't go on a mini rant every now and then. That's true. That's true. That's true. People would start to get worried if we didn't. Um, we've got the next game we're going to talk about: Ravens at Bengals. Ravens favored by thirteen. Um, they will clinch a playoff berth with a win in this one. Uh, Chad, they, they got a lot to play for, right? They're, they're big 13-point favorites. Even though the Bengals, man, have been playing well as of late. Like, uh, Allen uh, playing really pretty, pretty well at quarterback. Uh, you know, beat Houston last week. Uh, you know, 4-10-1. This team is is one of those few teams where, where I feel like that their their roster has really overachieved. Uh, yeah. Probably saved uh, Zach Taylor's job. Absolutely. Um, I mean, because when when Joe Burrow goes out and they have two wins, you know, you're starting to think like, man, if he goes three and 29 over two years, it's probably not going to end up being good. We might just draft Lawrence to have Burrow and Lawrence (laughs) in the same team. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But, but, you know, like the the Ravens have also been super hot the last few games. They need to win this game to get into the playoffs. They will take care of business. I don't know if they covered the 13. Uh, but give me the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, yeah, and that's the thing. I think the only thing that's in that's in question here is the cover because you know all the points you just made. The Bengals have been playing really well. I think they're on what a two game winning streak right now. They beat yep. uh, yeah, they beat Houston and I can't remember who else they beat. But oh, uh, I don't know. But. <laughs> too many teams, too many games. But, uh, you know, the Ravens, right? You said they've been playing a lot better. Do you think that it's more indicative of them actually playing better and they've figured some stuff out? Or do you think it's because they've been playing, you know, probably lesser teams for the entire month of December? It, it, it's kind of half and half. But because, you know, if you, if they were barely squeaking by some of these lesser teams, right, I would have I would have agreed with that statement. But they're taking care of business, right? Like yep. they put a beat down on the Giants. Uh, you know, the only close game that they have really played who we since just, we really who started we, questioning. Not not it, to it, cut you off, but yeah. the Giants team that you know we just talked about, I just raved about as one of the better run defenses in the entire NFL. And, and, and that's all well and good until your running until your quarterback plays running back too, right? Well, yeah, well, that's and, true. and that's, that's the Lamar true. Jackson factor when when, when you're you, you won. The, he takes a snap. You don't know if he's going to hand it off or he can become the running back himself, which 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 is what's making Baltimore kind of successful right now um, and kind of revitalize that offense. Um, the only like close game that they really played in the last few is the Browns game, which was a thriller. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I do see the Ravens just taking care of business this weekend. Yeah, and you know when I when I asked that question, that wasn't me. That wasn't me being critical of the Ravens or, sure. or criticizing them. It was just honest because <laughs> you know part of me, part of it, I I agree with you completely. Right? It's like they're they're blowing these teams out. They're taking care of them. They're flexing their muscles the way they need to. But at the same time, you know, it's still in the back of my mind. It's always going to be a question mark until I can confirmly see Lamar Jackson 
come from behind with his arm, right? So I'm always going to have that question until I see it. Um, and, and I think Harbaugh kind of has the same thoughts as you have, but at this point, he's probably just saying one game at a time. Let me just win this game and get into the playoffs, and yep. then I'll try to figure out what I can do if I am behind. Uh, because Lamar Jackson, as great as he has been in the last you know, two seasons in the regular season, he hasn't shown up in the postseason. So this is another guy, which I, th- he w- I think he will make the playoffs, right? But he has to answer a lot of questions. Yeah, and you know this. You know, you talked about a lot of questions, a lot of playoff questions, especially. You know, it starts with this weekend, right? I know this isn't officially a playoff game, but this is a you have to win this game to keep going. So you know, it's a de facto playoff game, and I like what he's going to probably do in this one. So for that being said, I have the Ravens in this one as well. All right. Um. Moving on to Steelers at Browns. Browns nine-point favorites. Uh, I know it's definitely been confirmed that Big Ben is not playing for Pittsburgh in this one. Jonathan, have there been any other guys that you've heard that could also be sitting this one out? No. Uh, it, which we, we talked about it, right? Like, we – we it, it's weird. Like, that's Absolutely. the only guy that you're going to sit. Absolutely. Um, What's the big thing about not necessarily the Steelers, just the Browns? Uh, facility has been closed for back-to-back days now, yeah. which it, it, not so good for the Browns, right? Like especially, this is, especially coming off that wide receiver debacle they had last week, and they still threw the ball for like fifty times. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but it, it 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 it's it's tough, man, because like this is a do or die for the Browns. Like they need to win this game. Absolutely. Like this is the game that Miami Dolphins fans are, are are really keeping their eyes on because this is the realistic one. If the Browns lose and the Dolphins lose, the Dolphins are in. Now, Dolphins fans are not happy about the Mason Rudolph thing, <laughs> uh, and, and, and this is kind of like that revenge game, right? With, with the yeah. whole thing that happened with Miles Garrett. Absolutely. Uh, so, but but I, I'm wondering what what position room is going to be left out of this game with the Browns because they've been very quiet about it as who's got infected right is it coaching staff is it a specific position uh, a team is it the running backs like you take Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb out then I throw their, their chances away of winning this game because their their whole offense is is is, is based on that on that tough running game or even their offensive line um but you're gonna make you're, you're making me you know uh, make a decision based on the facts that we got. The Browns are nine point favorites. I did not know that until I looked yeah, at the sheet, uh, which is ridiculous. Just because Mason Rudolph is starting, uh, uh, man. <sighs> based on what I know right now, Chad, uh-huh. I'm going to give the Steelers the edge. Okay, I okay. still feel like they win this game. Um, in, in a way, this is a team that kind of needs to find its mojo back, right? I, I know that the Indianapolis game was huge, and they came back from 21 points down, and, and they turned it around, but this is a team that was in a downward spiral. You kind of want to go into the playoffs at least in the right direction, knowing that you can win and beat good football teams on the opposite side. So give me the Steelers on the upset here. Right, and you know, the, the thing about what you said that makes it uh... – that makes it even more confusing is, you know, you said the Steelers want to kind of continue this trend that they're on, and I completely agree with you. But then it makes us question, why is Ben sitting? And you had brought up, I think, on the last podcast, you know, 
how injured must Ben be at this point for him to not eat for them on Monday morning of the next week to already come out and say, you know, Hey, he's not going to be playing, you know, almost a full week before oh, the game is even set to take place. Chad, Chad, let me cut you off. Oh, go ahead. Oof, I got some news here. Wow. This sounds breaking. This sounds all urgent. right. Marquise Pouncey also out. TJ Watt out. Cam <laughs> Hayward out. Oh man. Oh man. Do you want to redo your pick? <laughs> Go, fi fi finish finish bringing your points up and then I'll make my mind, man. Okay. Uh I was just going to say yeah, it just makes it even more confusing that Ben is sitting. However, now that, you know, you just came up with that other list of other veterans who are also sitting, uh makes a little bit more sense. Kind of shows that Pittsburgh's urgency isn't on getting the 2 seed. Um, they feel like that, you know, the the rest for the veterans. Granted, this is the, this is their fifth game that they have played this month, um, and you know they haven't had that bye since I think week three, um, when yes. they had that COVID outbreak with Tennessee and and that whole situation. So you know, much needed rest for some of these Steelers players. With that being said, you know, I I think I'm gonna have to lean with the Browns in this one, especially you know coming off the news that we just got. All right, Chad, I'll change my mind. It seems like a lot of the receivers got activated as well. Um, oh, give me man. the Browns, man. Give me the man. Browns. Disappointing pick. Dejection in the voice of Jonathan Ryder. I'm oh, sorry, no buddy. doubt. Huge dejection. I'm sorry. Um, next, we're going to move on to Vikings at Lions. Vikings are seven-point favorites in this one. Uh, Jonathan, you know, really, I, I can't Give me the Vikings. Of... Just give me the Vikings because <laughs> – yeah. If, if Matt Stafford got banged up, hopefully he just sits out of this game. Give me David Blau just getting destroyed. Uh, Marv Marvin Jones has already come out and said that he's happy he's heading into free agency. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Galladay, probably, he's probably just as happy. Uh, this team is a mess. Uh, give me the Vikings finishing 7-9. and nine, And, you know, uh, Kirk Cousins keeping his job based on mediocrity. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm going to... First off, I completely agree with you that uh, this is going to be Vikings, I think, pretty easily, pretty handily. What do you think of, you know, is this Matt Stafford's last game as a Detroit Lion? For every non-Detroit Lions fans, they hope so. Right. Because we want to see Matt Stafford played in a, in, in, with a competent franchise. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I don't I, think that's too much to ask for, by the way. No, I, I think so. Um, I don't have all the details here, but his contract is pretty movable, especially if you're a team that really wants to get him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've heard his name connected to San Francisco. Uh, man, it, it, I know the Lions don't want to, but he, Chicago is also a pretty good place for him. To, uh, to me, to yeah. me, just the, the, thing, the team I think that he would be, look beautiful in is Indianapolis. Ready-made ready quarterback, you know, drive the ball down the field. That's what T.Y. Hilton likes to do. That's what Michael Pittman Jr. likes to do. You know, they're down the field guys, big arm. You know, I mean, that would easily be the best offensive line that he's ever played with by a mile. Yep. Um, and definitely the best defense he's ever played with as well. So, you know, ready-made quarterback who comes into a team that is ready to, to I feel like, contend you know, with a little bit of an upgrade at the QB position. Yeah, he's just been he's been irrelevant his whole career because of where he plays. And 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 I feel bad for him because he has that good gunslinging mentality, but he also has the arm to get it there. Um so uh, like I said, 
I hope that he goes somewhere else next year. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree with that. Uh, I was just curious. I just wanted to get, get your off-season wheels turning because come Monday morning, that is going to be where, you know, 18 <laughs> of the 32 teams are going to be focused. <laughs> Hey, don't cry yet. It hasn't. It has, it's not the Dolphins yet. Okay, we still don't know. All we right. still don't know. The uh, next game, though, are two teams that we know for sure. No matter what, uh, they are both going to be headed into the off season come Monday. Even though you tried to sell me on the Patriots for about four weeks, uh, we have the New New York Jets at the New England Patriots. Patriots three point favorites. I'm actually going to go first in this one because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be real. I'll be real. Um, I have the Jets winning this one. Like me too. Chad. I think kind of me too. I could actually see it being a comfortable win for them. I'll be honest. Like I could, I could see them kind of controlling the game and points to the fourth quarter because the the Patriots have just. I mean, after that embarrassment that they had against the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football Week 16, I mean. First off, there's no way they can start Cam, right? Like, there's no way Cam can start in this Week 17 game. Uh, I mean, Bill Bill keeps throwing him back out there, right? Like, it, it's not like you know he's had games like this, and, and, and Bill, you know, he yeah, keeps but it's throwing a, him out there. But at this oh, point, you're you're literally it doesn't matter, and you you I mean, if you're in New England, you know. You're not bringing Cam back, are you? Like Cam's not no, coming back to this no. team. But, but then again, you already kind of know that Jared Stidham is not the answer either, right? So you're just kind of maybe trying to win this game just to finish seven at a respectable seven and nine, which to me is dumb. Go ahead and take the six and ten, get yeah. yourself a better draft position, and go get your guy next year. Um, it, it, whether it be a free agent or a trade, you have something to give. It's better we have a six and ten pick than a seven and nine pick. But 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 I also know that Bill Belichick is is a proud ass dude, right? Like he's not gonna throw games. He doesn't want to have double digit losses. It, 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 his loss column so but the the jets with sam darnold they, they've been playing okay right the last couple of i think frisky is games. the frisky is the right word for him frisky right okay uh <laughs> really <laughs> really if you look at it they probably should have three or four wins honestly i mean yeah. you throw in that raiders game uh i think they had another game against uh maybe the texans or something like that where they collapsed on themselves in the fourth quarter i mean this very easily could be a five-win team which you know isn't necessarily the biggest compliment in the world but it's just i mean it's something more than what they are but chad let me ask you a question yep and you know what i'm gonna ask you yeah i know yes or no is this gase's last game yeah if he I, wins I, I think no matter what happens, this is his last game. I mean, they I, could, I know they I keep could asking you every week. I'm just hoping you change your mind. And the thing is, I've stayed firm on my. As you say, that's the thing. I've stayed firm on my stance pretty much the entire time. Uh -huh. Of I don't think there's any possible way that he can come back next season. Um, you know, I'm already starting to. And the thing is, you know, it's New York, so so I feel like with every every New York sports team, everything is always on the table. Yeah, um, but I'm starting to hear. I mean, not like I'm have sources, but I'm saying like on TV and stuff like that. Other podcasts are floating out the idea of Sam Darnold coming back as the starter. I'm okay with that. Really, like you're like hundred percent, you would be okay with that. 
Yeah, if if I'm a new head coach, it's like, remember when you talked to me about Washington and the Dwayne Haskins and Ron Rivera kind of holding on because it gives them one extra year to yep. be like, they get that new coach. That's All right, true. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll Darnold out there. Give him a fair assessment, and That's if true. he's my guy, great. But if he's not, then I can take my own guy in 2022. But do you think that that has more to do with? And this is kind of me putting you on the spot, but uh-huh. do you think that has more to do with Darnold's play over the past maybe month or so, or do you think it has more to do with the fact that Justin Fields really hasn't? shown what we thought he was capable of, or he hasn't shown this year what he showed in stretches in 2019. Yeah, but if you're not going to take Justin Fields, people are already claiming Zach Wilson a, 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 as a as a great prospect as well, right? Like you like it's not Justin Fields and nobody else. Do you know like you can take another guy. You can trade down if you like somebody else. It's not like this draft is so tied to two guys or one guy, right? This is a good quarterback draft. This is not 2019 with what we just talk about which which is a Dwayne Haskins Daniel Jones draft. Yeah. So the only thing that that scares me and I and I can hear, right? Like Jets fans are calling for Gates' head. But he Absolutely. wins this game, and then all of a sudden, people are starting to talk to themselves like, well, he finished on a three-game winning streak. Man, I don't know. I... <laughs> Just like last year, 6-2. I... Six, six was it 6-2? and two, which Something, five like and two. Something like and, that. Something like that. And, and, stretch, and I'm yeah. like, man, you guys were like playing awful teams. But, oh, your record says what you are. Now, yeah, not when you start beating, barely beating bad teams. But... I, I don't know, Chad. I, I think giving Sam is not a bad idea. However, I do feel like there are going to be teams offering enough to kind of make you think about moving on from Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I think they have to kind of determine what's the best value of combination of stuff between either having Sam Darnold and the number two pick or moving Sam Darnold and then maybe moving and then maybe taking someone with the number two pick. Or maybe moving down from two, you know, move back a couple picks and move on from Darnold and just get a collection of assets. So, yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of bunch of juggling pieces at their front office. God bless Joe Douglas is going to have to decide and kind of come up with uh, during this offseason. And if you're going to move from him, move on from him now, where the so you can ask yes. for more, so the incoming team can have those three years of of, of control, right? You get your right. third, your fourth, and your fifth year option in there. Yeah, and especially if they win this game here against the Patriots, like we both think. I mean, you're trading for a guy who ended the year, you know, quote-unquote on a hot streak with a three-game winning streak who also has, you know, like you said, a couple more years left of control on him before he has to – or before you have to really make a decision on if you want to pay him or not. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, With that being said, move on to the next game, and that is going to be Falcons at Bucks. Buccaneers are favored by six and a half. Uh Jonathan, I honestly don't understand how why this one isn't more. Because I think that Buccaneers just are going to – the Falcons literally have nothing to play for. You know the Falcons are the third worst team in the NFL by record this year? The third worst team. Yeah, but – The Bengals are better than them record-wise. The Bengals. But 
but the biggest reasons why they have that such a bad record, Chad, is because they literally just couldn't finish games. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. If, they, if I think they, they had the able, lead in seven or eight of their games. In the if, if they were able to finish games, they will probably be in that 500, you know, range, probably maybe wild card spot if they just could finish games. Like, Absolutely. even last week, right? They should have won last week against the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. And then that Tampa comback the week before that, too. Absolutely, another Maddie Ice special. Yeah, so exactly, it's. It, I think the the reason why the Falcons get the respect that they do is because they have talent. They're not a, a not talented football team. You got Absolutely Matt agree. Ryan. You got Julio Jones. Has been you know uh, rumor trade, for trade, trade commerce, right? But you have Ridley. Um, you have what is it? All the starters in the in like in the beginning of the year, all the starters were first round picks in that offense. So. They get the respect, but the Bucks, like you said before the show, they have something to play for. They really want to clinch that fifth seed. That means you'll get a, an away game against the NFC East winner. Um, so, but give me the Bucks. Uh, I, I I think six points is all right. I I, I think Atlanta is going to show up and try to finish the year strong. I got at least you. Matt Ryan will. Yeah, and that this is weird, right? Because this is another another one of those like we talked about with Matt Stafford. You know, could this be Matt Ryan's last game as a Falcon? Too or, hard, too hard to move from that contract. A completely, you know, I agree, but at the same time, I think if Arthur Blank, the owner, is comfortable enough with saying, you know, hey, we'll eat part of this if it means we get to press the reset button. Fifty gonna, million. They're gonna have 50 a new million. They're child. gonna have a new head coach. Yeah, I know, but when you're a guy who's who has billions of dollars, you know, maybe fifty million might not be a lot to him. Yeah, not, but but you're also messing with the salary cap, right? Like you still yeah, gotta fill out the rest of your roster if, with seventy five percent. You gotta you gotta convince another team to come out there and eat part of that for you. But if you come out and immediately say we're gonna be a terrible team for the next two years. Then you don't really care about fifty million of your salary cap because you're not going to be using it on anyone on anyone True. anyway because you're not going to be trying to win. You think you know, this is a re- it's a total teardown? I think I wouldn't be surprised if it was a total teardown or okay. if they got a new head coach in and tried to make the playoffs next year. They're what they do in the next you know three months probably between three four months between now and and the beginning of the draft is. I think they're going to be one of the most fascinating teams of the offseason. So. No doubt. But, uh, but yeah, this game, though, I don't think there's going to be anything fascinating about them. And I think the Bucks are going to roll them. The Bucks, I, they, I mean, they looked uh, – who they play last week? Who they just uh, ran all over or threw all over? Um, it was the Lions, man. <laughs> yeah, 47-7 on that, on that Saturday afternoon. Brady only game. played a half, by the way. Yeah, I know, I know, and even uh, Blaine Gabbert came in in relief and looked good, and that's how I was like, "Geez, that's how I know Detroit's bad." <laughs> but, um, the last game we're going to talk about, and then we're going to take a quick break, is going to be Packers at Bears. Bears favored by five and a half. Uh, if the Packers win this one, then they will clinch the one seed. Uh, if the Bears win this one, then they will clinch a playoff berth, I believe. Right? They clinch it with a win. Uh, the Bears, yes. The Bears control their own destiny. If they win, they're in. Uh, oh, right. Thanks to, I think it was Jared Goff or, or Kyler Murray. I'm sorry, Kyler Murray last week for losing to the 49ers. Yes. Um, 
Yes. Dad, what? What? Like, I'm checking here. When did these games actually take place? So, so yeah. Saints Panthers at 4:25. Oh, so Packers Bears also at 4:25. So yeah, NFL as you say, did not I think they're this one up. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I think they're they're doing that on purpose, or at least majority yes. of the games, with the exception of the Washington Philly game, which is gonna end True. Sunday night. Um. I'll tell you what, Chad. I, I think this game has an amazing dynamic, right? It's going to be in Chicago. It's so unfortunate that we're not going to have fans in the stands. Yeah. Uh, th- this this is this is classic, right? We, I, you know, honestly, I kind of kind of want the Bears to trap the Packers at home. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, 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 you know, like I want this to be a good game, but man. The Packers are really good, and they have disappointed me so at, at some points this year. But Aaron Rodgers, like, did you see the statistics that, like, I think Brady and somebody else threw 11 picks this year. Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers has thrown 11 picks uh, since t- 2018. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, it's, been, it's been forever <laughs> since he's thrown that yeah, many. That's, no, 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 that's combined. Since yeah, no, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> like, he has 11 picks in the last the, um, pretty much two seasons, two and a half seasons. Um, hey, that's, why, that's why he's one of the best to, to, ever, to ever do it and still is. That's why he's, uh, what, front runner for the MVP at this point. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah, he overtook Patrick Mahomes. <sighs> I, I want the Bears to win, but I, I don't think they will. I, I think that the line at five and a half is fitting, uh, but but give me the packs. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, you guys that have been listening know uh, I was kind of the first one that I guess – I don't know if I was even really truly on the Bears or back on Mitch Trubisky, but you kind of forced my hand, I guess, by saying that I was that Mitch was my guy. Uh, it's it's looked pretty good for me here for the last three weeks. Yes, um, it has. But yeah, I just don't. I, I think for for Bears fans, even they kind of want to lose this game because I was talking to a guy who I who I know who's a Bears fan. Um, and this is some inside info for you guys. Uh, the, the the heartbeat of the Bears fan base, um, letting me know that they, he's deeply afraid that if they win this game, that they bring Trubisky back, they bring Matt Nagy back, they bring Ryan Pace, the GM, back, and that's something that I don't think is a, a fan that any or a reality that any Bears fan wants to live in. So, uh, oh, I have the Packers. Oh, okay, go ahead. They, they could have some balls and let, you know, like the, the Lions did, let Jim Caldwell go on a 9-7 and seven season, you know, even though I, he didn't make the playoffs. I, I think when you talk about balls, that's probably more so the uh, the Mike Malarkey, getting, him getting fired from Tennessee. The Jim Caldwell one was, yep. just, stu- was just stupid. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> but no, yes, exactly. True. Same principle. Same principle, though. But um, so for this one, I have yeah, I'm gonna go with you, Packers. They've just looked too good over the past couple of weeks, right? As we said, you know, Rodgers is playing at his MVP level, um, and I think this team is gonna be a force. And if they, that, if, if they get that, if they get that one, if they get that one seed, man, it's gonna be hard for anybody traveling up to Lambeau. Can I fans or no fans? Can I bring something up, Chad, that you brought up last week with the Tennessee game when you picked Tennessee to win that game? Absolutely. Go ahead. So you you gave the edge to Tennessee because it's the cold. You hand the ball to a ground pounder. Well, 
They drafted a ground pounder in AJ Dillon, right? Yes, they From did. Boston College. I, I was gonna and say out of a place out. who's used to the snow too. He came the guy out. who's used to it. He came out and he had a huge game. Yes, so he did. there's your answer for a ground pounder on, on, on bad weather for the Green Bay Packers. Absolutely. No, I, yeah, and that's the thing is uh you know, Aaron Jones obviously is a fantastic back as well, but he's not really that you know, he's like not you 250 said. pounds. Yeah, exactly. He's not that ground pounder, that guy who's going to drag three defenders with him, who's going to kind of continue to grow as the game gets gets into the fourth quarter. Yep. Uh, and A.J. Dillon is, you know, he was delivering those body blows. I mean, between those two guys, they were almost, you know, they were they were six and a half yards of carry in that game. So I think they, they that's a, against that Titans defense, I know isn't that good this year, but they've still been playing better. And, and that's, you know, impressive against anybody. Um, but yeah, so I have the Packers in that one as well. I have the Packers as well. Um, we're, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And on the other side, we're going to predict the rest of the games left for week 17. See y'all. What's up guys. Welcome back to the lazy boy QBs podcast. Um, running through these week 17 picks right now, we're going to move on to Raiders who are two and a half point favorites at Denver. Jonathan, what do you see happening in this one? Man, by the that, way, by the yeah. way, just to say another one, another game that has literally zero playoff implications. Right. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, but man, I think I think the Raiders, they took a shot, man. Like that yes, that Saturday, did. that Saturday game was just. Yeah. <sighs> Gut wrench. Gut wrench. If, if Chucky wasn't on a 10 year deal. I could even feel like that this that game could, could have him lost fired. him his job. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um these draft picks, like and you brought this up before, these draft picks by Mike Mayock have been kind of questionable. Um I don't like Damon Arnett in the first round. I think, I that was, I think that's a very politically correct way of saying it by saying uh, questionable. Like, I know I know you want to sit there and say, well, well, they're they're picking for their needs. They they got their guy. But sometimes you 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 can't just overthink the draft, right? Like yeah. take the best player available, right? Kind of go with the consensus unless you find a red flag. Pick the guy. Don't look for like these weird traits like, oh, this guy played at Ohio State. Like no. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's the thing. The biggest one of the biggest criticisms was, you know, Mayock was just playing got picking guys who had played in the college football playoff. Because they played in scouting. big games? Yeah, exactly. Stop, man. Yeah. There are good players all over college football. You that's Absolutely. you you get a whole scouting staff to go freaking scout these guys and, and, and find these guys. Find find a Zietler out of Ferris State, uh, you know, or an Adam Shaheen, like Ashland, baby. Stop. So, I I really feel like they they're gonna roll over, Chad. They have to go to Denver. Uh, you know, Drew Locke. You know, he he says that he feels he's the guy. Well, he needs to start winning some games, right? So Denver doesn't have start having a real. Wandering eye this offseason is you know, Vic, Vic Fangio is coming back, yes. so probability is they don't want to move on of, uh, from Drew Lock just yet, right? They kind of want to see. So Go it's, ahead. it's confirmed that Fangio that Fangio is coming back. Ah uh, man, I did read a news report I think from CBS saying that Vic Fangio they're bringing back Vic Fangio. Wow, um, that's, God God bless the God bless John Elway. 
Yeah, I think he he's taking into consideration that there were a lot of injuries. There were some opt-outs too, like Juwan James opted out. Yeah. Um, so you know they lost Cortland Sutton uh, for the year. There was no Von Miller. I'm just sick of people getting getting past it, and I'm not going to go on a rant. I promise. But sure. This I'm just sick of people getting the the injury excuse or the injury pass. You know. That was yeah. the, and the only reason I said this because that was the pass that Jason Garrett got for about three years in Dallas. Um, you know, sometimes you know, na- name one team that hasn't had a single injury all season, right? You know, you can't name one, but no, I just, I just don't, and I'm not saying that you're saying this is how you feel, but mm-hmm. it's just because you're the one that just, you know, you read the report that he was coming back. It's yeah. just, uh, I mean, I don't he, know. He, it's a head scratcher to me. Even a guy like uh, your your current head coach, what's his name? Mike McCarthy. He he probably bought himself a few years because Aaron Rodgers kept getting hurt, right? Like, Absolutely, yeah. So, but look, he, look, the reality is he's coming back. I think playing at Denver is really really tough. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, uh, Carr should have all the motivations in the world to to win this game and finish eight and eight. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I like Denver's defense. They're stingy. Uh, they can run the ball. Um, Jerry Judy needs to stop dropping the ball, but Drew Locke also needs to have a big game. I think he also understands that if it doesn't look too good, it, it's just more fuel to the fire to get him out of there. Uh, even though he only has played, you know, two seasons, really a season and a half, uh, w- with multiple injuries to himself as well. Um, but but give me Denver on this game, Chad. Yeah, you know, I, I com- I'll be honest, I completely agree with you. You know, I thought that Denver or that uh, Raiders loss against uh, Miami was, you know, was one of those games where, yes, you only lose one game, but at the same time, you know, it can have a, a strong, strong, strong lasting effect uh, on your entire season. So, um, or I'm sorry, not your entire season, but the rest of the season, um, which obviously ends for the Raiders on Sunday. Um, and for that exact reason, I'm going exactly like you. I'm going with the Denver Broncos in that one. Next game, uh, Jaguars at Colts. I don't. Colts are 14-point favorites at home. Uh, the Jaguars have absolutely nothing to play for. And the Colts have absolutely everything to play for. By If they win, then they are in the playoffs. Jonathan... I'm just going to go ahead and start it off because to me this is a no-brainer. I have the Colts. I don't think there's much to really say about it. No, I, I, I think, you know, uh, <laughs> I know Jaguars fans are already talking about this this Trevor Lawrence of Urban Meyer. like <laughs> Yeah, oh, pipe dream. Pipe, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, regardless, uh, they have the number one overall pick even if they win. But yeah. the Indianapolis Colts have a lot to play for, right? Like, if they lose, they're out. Yes. If they lose, and, and I'll, I'll get the predictor over here, if they lose, Miami is in. Yeah, because so, they have the worst of the, you know, the tiebreaker out of those right. four teams in the AFC. As of today, they're out of the playoffs. So, yeah. um, just just give me the Colts. I'm not sure if they'll do the 14 because the Jaguars are kind of annoying. Like, sometimes they come out and play. Yeah. Uh but well, who's do we know who's playing quarterback? Is 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 Mustache going to get trotted out there one last time? No, I, I think they're going <laughs> to just throw Glenn in there. I, I think his his time is done in, in Jacksonville. 
Dang, that's unfortunate. Well, he, according to you, he's going to be quarterback in Vegas next year, so I would consider that an upgrade move for him. Absolutely. <laughs> Anytime you get to go from Jacksonville to Vegas, I I don't think there's that's ever going to be an issue. Um, next game, kind of the exact opposite, right? Ch- uh, Chargers, uh, three-and-a-half-point favorites going to Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs are 14-1. and one. They've locked up the number one seed. They have absolutely nothing to play for. I think you can tell by the line, but no Mahomes. Uh, have the Chiefs said that they're resting all their guys, Jonathan, or what are, what are you hearing about that one? Nah, I haven't heard too much. Let me let me talk to my producer here. You know, uh, my producer okay. is, 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 is excellent, uh, but, you know, sometimes he, he runs a little bit behind. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it's a technology issue, um, but – you know, I, I will say this about, and, and I think this game is not really about the the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's more. I think Anthony Lynn feels that if he wins this game, he can probably God. get himself another God, year. No, even though he he he, no. he doesn't even really have injuries to be an excuse. That's what right? I'm saying. Like he doesn't even have. He has Derwin James's injury, which don't get me wrong, he's a fantastic player, but uh-huh. it's literally only one guy. God, please don't give Anthony I mean, another year. He he's gonna be going against you know Chad Henney and 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 this Chargers team. As, they they have given trouble to his Chiefs teams. With I was gonna say that even if Mahomes is, I was gonna say even if Mahomes is in there, the Chargers are gonna play him well. So, but man, as the vice president of the Anthony or of the Justin Herbert fan club, I'm I'm begging you not to bring back Anthony Lynn. Please no. So uh, I I hate to say this. I know the Chiefs are playing at home. Uh, they should be motivated, right? Because this is another team that's kind of been limping into the playoffs. Yeah, uh, has hasn't looked like the dominant team. But let's give these guys credit, right? They they lost one game all I, year. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. <laughs> I know in our last podcast, you know, we talked about their limping to the finish line, and I'm I'm doing it today, and I'm writing down everyone's record, and I Chiefs up fourteen and one. I'm looking at them like this team's lost one damn game all season. Yeah. It was that shootout was against that Raiders. Uh, the Raiders shootout, yeah. yeah. But g- give me the Chargers. They're gonna come out motivated. I think Justin Herbert is gonna come out motivated. I think he wants to to kind of lock that Rookie of the Year award up as well. Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, seven and nine looks better than six and ten. Uh, 100%. Fo- 100%. Football players don't like losing games. Um, but I do feel like Anthony Lynn is coaching. I think I think right, and this is complete speculation that he feels that if he wins this game, he gets another year. I don't know who the Chargers owners are or whoever's making that decision, but please, I hope you're listening. Whatever happens. Please do not bring back Anthony Lynn. Just please don't. Um, But with that being said, I am actually going to go with him as well. I think they kind of take care of business against the Chiefs for all the all the same reasons that you just said. Um, And I think Herbert is going to come out and you know just continue to prove that he's a special quarterback. Um, Cardinals at Rams. A little bit more playoff implications on the line in this one. Jonathan, you uh, so what's the scenario here? So basically, mm-hmm. is it winner gets in? Uh, pretty pretty much, right? It, it, it is winner gets in. Uh, well, it's yeah, yeah. It, winner gets so, in so unless it, Chicago loses, then they yeah. can both get in. 
it, 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 or then if, they will both get in. If Chicago, if Chicago wins, uh, ooh, okay. So if Chicago wins, winner gets to go to the playoffs, right? But we're predicted that Chicago's losing this game, right? Right. So it, it's kind of like the same situation. Uh, if, if Chicago loses, okay. So if Chicago loses, the Rams and and, and the Cardinals win. Yes, then they both get in. They both get in, right? So they're really hoping for <laughs> they're yes. really hoping for the Packers here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Now if LA wins the, if LA wins, then I know the Cardinals go behind the Bears. Yes. If LA wins, yeah. Chicago gets in and, and and the Cardinals are left out. And and right. just just to let everyone know, Jared Goff is not playing in this one. And that's the biggest one. Jared Goff is not playing. It's John Wolford, the uh, quarterback out of Wake, Wake Forest, Forest. Uh, played in the AFL or or the XFL. Uh, Cam Akers, uh, Henderson, all limited in practice. I think they also lost one. Oh, uh, Cooper Cup. Is should not he's not gonna be playing as well. Goodness. Uh I know they're at home. You keeping the you keeping the phone close to you? Yeah, yeah. Adam Schefter is texting me right now. No, uh, I was I was thinking you might get the call to suit up. <laughs> <laughs> if one more guy is out for the Rams. No, for first they need a lineman to go out. They need Aaron <laughs> Donald to go out and throw me in there. Uh even though I'm probably heavier than Aaron right now. Uh <laughs> It just doesn't look good, right? Like, but the, but this is what kills me, right? This NFC West is yes. that one division where where teams are better than what their records are when they're playing because other they're teams in the NFC other. West. Yeah, they're beating yes. each other up. They know each other so well. Like San Francisco is a classic example, and we're gonna get to that game. But if 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 there is a division where I think a backup quarterback wins a game against their own division, it, it's the NFC West. Yeah. Now. I don't. I don't trust Cliff, right? And we talked about this last episode. Like, yeah, what what did. has he done yeah. to like earn your trust? And I'm like, absolutely nothing. nothing. Absolutely like, this is nothing. a team that started five and two, and they're looking at eight and seven. Yeah. Uh, but but you know what, man? <sighs> Chad, go ahead. Just just do it. Just do it. No. Um, it's okay. It's okay. He's not gonna hurt your feelings. I don't think. No, give me the Cardinals. Uh, okay. I think I yeah. think Kyler Kyler is going to be able to uh, put some points up in the board, uh, and, and I think like the Rams' offense is just going to be stagnant. Um, there is only so much where your scheme is going to work. You need some players to make it work, uh, but just 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 give me the cards on the road. Yep, 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 yep. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, I think, you know, they always say it's, you know, it's hard to simulate the the the, the desire or the the hunger that a team is playing with, right? Yes. Um, I know the Rams haven't clinched, but there is a. It had to be Chicago winning and Arizona winning, you know, for for the Rams to not be in the playoffs, which I don't think both of those things is going to happen. Um, but I do see the Cardinals winning this one, moving to nine and seven, and getting that playoff spot. So, and I will be honest, I'm I'm, I'm kind of excited to see Kyler Murray in the playoffs. So I, I hope that does get to happen. I'm not as 
like we talked about, I'm not as big a fan of the coach, Cliff Kingsbury, but I am definitely a fan of Kyler. And I think he's very electric, very exciting. Yes. Um, as you said, now we're going to move on to Seattle, who is six-point favorites at the 49ers. Um, if This game has no impact at all, Chad. No impact at all. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 that's right. Because cause even if they win – no, that's not true. If they win and New Orleans loses, then Seattle gets the two seed. But we already picked that New Orleans is going to win, right? Oh, we haven't even picked that's, it yet. <laughs> that's the next game. That's the next game. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. Okay, so there is something to play for. Um, because sneaky, there is, sneaky something. Sneaky, or sneaky, right? But Although home field advantage mm, in the second round is more than sneaky. True, true. Um, this game it, it is a tough game because yeah. the 49ers... They're they're loving playing this 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 team that's just spoiling things for everybody, right? Yeah, they're say, making they it have hard no, for everybody. Yep, they have no problem going into a place not afraid at all, and they're they playing no at home with it. Yeah, I mean going against a team. Yeah, that, that they should have no business beating or even being on the field with. And we're talking about this division and how they like to beat up on each other. Like this is the division, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they 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 made things really really hard. Uh, for 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 the Cardinals last week with C.J. Beathard on on the helm, give me the Seahawks. But this game is gonna be decided by a field goal. Okay, okay, yeah. And and for me, I just straight up have the 49ers in this one. I don't think Seattle's gonna be as motivated to have that second round game at home because I think they're one of the more comfortable teams going on the road. Wilson, yes. Pete Carroll, they've done it before plenty of times. Um. You know, so I, I think that Seattle, you know, isn't going to press for this one. As you said, the 49ers are just an annoying, pesky team that is just going to stay around and, and is just going to go is going to go the full 12 rounds of the fight. And I don't think Seattle is really going to want to have to deal with that in week 17. So I have the 49ers in this one. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, um, Saints at Panthers, kind of the same implications as the Seahawks game, right? Uh New Orleans does hold that hold the tiebreaker though over Seattle. So if they both finish with the same record, New Orleans would have that two seed. Um, Jonathan, we've always said that that the um, that the home field advantage is most important for the New Orleans Saints out of all teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their chances of getting the one seed have sailed, if I'm correct, or do they still have a chance? No, uh, no, they still have a chance. They okay, still so, have a chance. So if they win and then Green Bay loses. Then New Orleans will have the one seed. Yes. Okay, yeah. So there you go. New Orleans, all the motivation in the world. Uh, I have them in this one. <sighs> this is a pesky Carolina <laughs> team. Yeah. This is a tough game on the road, in my opinion. There are fans in the stands in Carolina. Uh, I think this is a big statement game for Matt Rule as well. Yeah, because I, because some fans were really high on him in the beginning of the season, but there were some questionable calls that he has made uh, as the season progressed that kind of cost him a few games, yeah. including that one against uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Chad. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, give the me Panthers. The, give me the Panthers beating the Saints at home. Wow. They're they're go- they, you know what uh 
you know, uh, <clears throat> Green Bay is going to ship some cheese to Carolina, to, Carolina. to Matt Rule, like, like Andy Reid ships some barbecue to Brian Flores after Brian Flores upset the Patriots in Week 17 at <laughs> New England last year. Uh, so, <sighs> give me the Panthers, man. That's funny. That's funny. Um, all right. I like that. I like that little anecdote as well about the Andy Reid. I do remember that. That was, that was really funny. Um, second to last game, we got Titans at Texans. Titans seven and a half point favorites. They will clinch the AFC South with a win. Um, and if they lose, I think they can still get in as the wild card. And there's a bunch of chicanery that's going on. But basically, if they just beat this terrible Texans team, then they'll clinch the division, which is the simplest road for them. Yeah, uh, you know, after last week, uh, <laughs> I really have no faith sure. in the Texans. I want them to lose, right, as a Dolphins yeah. fan. Yeah, like, they're, in get, line get, the, they're in line uh, for the fourth pick right now, I believe. Yep, and I think if they lose and some 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 records go right, and you know, and I'm not looking for, but they can get as high as a three seed as well, the third yeah. pick. I'm sorry. Well, they would just uh, need they would need Atlanta to win. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> But but yeah, man. I think the Titans they should they should be careful about this game, right? Like this is a divisional game. The Texans kind of pushed them to the limit in their first game. Uh, but don't make any mistakes. Uh, you know, make sure Tannehill. You know, put put Tannehill in a good position where he doesn't have to make big throws. Just keep writing your hand all, with, with Derrick Henry. Uh, I the the JJ Watt speech. It's speeches or speeches. He's not. Like you can't be Team Tebow, Tebow in the NFL with your great speeches after a game. Uh, just, just kind of roll over. Kind of sucks for Texans, right? Like they, they, they it doesn't hurt. <laughs> it doesn't help them by losing this game because yeah, you're just helping the Dolphins out. But absolutely. give me Titans. Yeah, you know I'm completely the same. I think I think the Texans have long rolled over uh, even before this JJ Watt speech, but that just kind of confirmed it. So yeah, I have the Titans as well. Um, and then that brings us to. For me, the biggest game of the week, uh, the last game of the NFL regular season is going to be Washington at Eagles. Uh, Washington favored by a point and a half. Jonathan, just go ahead and give it to me straight. Are my Cowboys advancing or not? Because Alex Smith is practicing with the first team. Yeah. I'm sorry, Chad. You guys are going <laughs> to stay home. This, this, you, know, you guys are going to be one of those 18, team, 18 teams. Uh, sitting you know, on the sideline. yeah, uh, preparing for the off season. Um, I think Alex Smith is the type of quarterback that can, you know, he he can mess up or he can really tear apart a, a bad, you no know, Eagles secondary. Uh, the, the Eagles here, of course, they want to play spoilers, but I wouldn't be surprised if Fletcher Cox, you know, is shut down for this game as well. Absolutely. If, if they shut other guys down as, as well, um. Washington, it's easy for them, right? They win, they're in. Uh, Alex Smith is a proven, true veteran quarterback. Um, if if Henneke was playing this game, your Cowboys would have been in. But <laughs> unless Alex Smith gets knocked out of this game, and I, I can't predict that, uh, right. I, I got Washington this weekend. Yeah, and like you, like we kind of talked about at the beginning, Alex Smith uh, practiced today. You know, but there's still Friday, Saturday uh, before the game, right? All, all, all signs are saying that he's going to be good to go for the, or not, maybe not 100% good to go, but he's going to be playing in this one. Um, 
you know, I'll be honest, this is right. This is one where I'm kind of trying to keep my personal feelings out of the situation. Um, it's hard. It is. It really is hard. And, um, but yeah, I see, you know, I kind of agree with you, right? I think Washington is going to win. Um, they are a more complete fo- They're the most, most complete football team. I would say in that NFC East, that lousy NFC East, um, the, the weird thing, right, for Philadelphia, right, there's so much talk about how Jalen Hurts has been so great for them, so good, so special. If he loses this game, he will fall to 1-3 and three as a starter. So I'm not saying that it's, you know, that he's not that good or anything like that, but I'm just saying it, it's funny that he'll pretty much have had an identical record to what Hurt or to what Wentz had uh, this season with the Eagles as well, so. Yeah, he didn't look good at all against against the Cowboys last week. Uh, those, I'll tell you those that. Those two interceptions and, and, were not pretty, no. I, I, I would have more faith in the Eagles if Carson Wentz was playing this weekend, to be honest with you. Really? Um, That's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because at least you've seen him do it before at that level. Right. Uh, J- Jalen is going to make a mistake or two. Um and, and, and that that Washington defense it it can play some football yeah it kind of got a little bit exposed last weekend uh but it, I think that was more of a product of the the Washington offense couldn't do anything and they weren't protecting the ball which Alex Smith is a ball protector so yeah buddy both of our teams. <laughs> According to our predictions, they're out. Yeah, yeah. Although, who knows? We might just both be doing that reverse jinx, so that way, then both of our teams can then get in the playoffs. Man, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I, I'm not doing for the Dolphins. I'm not doing a reverse jinx. I just need one of these 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 teams to lose, right? I need the Browns. I need the Colts. I need the Ravens. I need one of these mfers to lose this weekend (laughs) all right so yeah with that being said you kind of alluded to it but let's go ahead now and just reel off our playoff teams um i'll go ahead and go first sure in in the nfc i have it packers uh saints seahawks washington and then the wild cards i have tampa bay arizona and the rams all right, Chad, mine's going to be a little bit different. I got Green Bay with the one seed, uh, Seahawks two, Saints three, mm-hmm. Washington football team with the fourth seed, of course. And then uh, five, six, and seven is going to be Tampa Bay, Arizona, and Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. So we're kind of in line on the on the wild cards for sure. Um, AFC, I got Chiefs as the number one seed. Uh, kind of crazy to think that if they lose and Buffalo wins, Buffalo will only be one game behind what they were this season. Um, mm-hmm. Buffalo, I have as the two seed, Steelers three, um, Tennessee four, and then the wild cards, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Indianapolis. Yeah, same here. So I'm not even going to rattle them off. <laughs> I tell you what, man, if it's if it stirs up that way, and I don't want to get you know into any predictions or anything before we even know what the what the field is, but mm-hmm. man, I'm looking at Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore, Tennessee. Those are going to be some fascinating, fascinating games in the first round. Yeah, it's the revenge game for Baltimore, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. again, even though they played already in the regular season, but this is the the revenge playoff game. Uh, Cleveland and Steelers back to back weeks. Uh, yeah. wow. And, <laughs> you know, and, and then the Rams, right? Like, if they do, you know, sneak in. And, yeah, them against and, New Orleans again. Uh, well, for you, it's against New Orleans. For, for me, you, it's Seattle. against Seattle. Uh, either and, one, I think they, they won't go, they won't be afraid against either team, though. 
no doubt, but is Jared Goff going to be back? And I think that's a big question. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, before we get too ahead of ourselves, uh, let's go ahead and wrap the podcast for today and uh, give give the fans, you know, some stuff to, to some stuff to ponder over the weekend as they're enjoying the football. Uh, Jonathan, anything you want to plug or anything you want to add before we get out of here? Man, I just want to tell everybody happy New Year's. Uh, stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Um, but yeah, man, that's all I got. Yeah, man, absolutely. Couldn't, couldn't utter the same words more, especially the drinking and driving, um, you know, start your 2021 off the right way. So hope everyone has a great new year and we will see you guys again in 2021. Ciao.